I'm Sarah Gross. And I'm Sarah True. And you're listening to If We Were Riding. A triathlon-ish podcast. Grab your sock hats, fill your decanter. Friday's here. It's time for some banter. Tri-tips, life chat from two feisty pros, zoomies, arm hair, ebbs, and flows. Rides with influential women in sport. Voicemails from you, now it's in your court. Join in just to stalk raccoons. Do you like your Zwift caps and fear those loons? So unpad your bras and stop that hiding and find out what happens if we were riding. Hello, hello. This is another week of if we were riding, but if we were riding separately in different countries, not really together. Uh, that's just the state of things right now. Sarah is somewhere across the Atlantic, somewhere on the Atlantic and didn't want to, didn't want to record with me. It's all good. It's all good. No, but seriously, I miss chatting with her. We're going to have a lot to talk about when she gets back to Canada. Uh, we have a voicemail from her. And yeah, it's going to be a pretty low-key little episode. But we will be back to our regularly scheduled content next week, I hope. All right, coming up on the show, we get a, a little check-in check from Sarah. Uh, I'm going to talk about my race. And then, oh, geez, I hadn't thought this through. This is on the fly right now. I'm going to do I Rock the Piss. And because I'm talking to myself, it's going to feel really weird. You know, just one of those pat yourself on the back kind of moments. Let's talk about Orca for a minute. In 2018, Orca approached me at the Ironman World Championships in Kona and said, hey, we love what you are doing and we want to support women better. So we are designing products specifically for women rather than just, you know, shrinking the men's products. And we want your help. That's me, Sarah, and Feisty Media that they were asking for help from. Not only that, but I personally find that my Orca wetsuit is the best I've ever had for flexibility and buoyancy, and I definitely wish I had found it when I was racing pro. Fast forward four years, and Orca has launched their new triathlon wetsuits and other gear designed specifically for women. I'm so proud to have been part of this process. So you can order your very own wetsuit and other fab products for 15% off using the code IRONWOMEN15 at orca.com that's iron women the name of one of our amazing triathlon podcasts iron women 1515 at orca.com all right so let's go roll the tape <laughs> not tape voicemail sarah's voicemail here we go Hey, Sarah, I hope you traveled home from Europe, quote unquote, safely. Uh, I'm so sorry, but I've ha have to send you another voice memo this week because I didn't think this through. And I'm actually going to be on an airplane during our usual recording time. So here I am sitting in a hotel room in Edinburgh, and I'm going to give you a few updates and 
then very much look forward to actually talking to you in person next week. Not in person, but via our usual Zoom methods next week. So first of all, I, I want to say congratulations on your race. I know that I really enjoyed your social media posts ahead of time. Um, and also how, as always, like how transparent you were about, you know, feeling good about the race ahead of time and then giving everything that you had on the day and just letting the cards fall as they will. So yeah, congratulations on just doing that because <laughs> I think that really is the battle, isn't it? And then I have I have lots of follow-ups. We did get a voice memo about the Collins Cup and some of the media around it that we can talk about next week. And I do, I also have just like tons of questions about how it all went down and kind of your impression of, of various things. So I'm excited to talk about that next week. But in the meantime, I need to give you my my running update. So <laughs> this morning, so Jamie and I have been doing a lot of like walks in the Scottish Hills where we've spent, uh, I guess, probably six days total in Scotland visiting his mom. And um, we've been going out for runs um, and or walking basically in the hills or sometimes like run longer run walks and stuff like that, which has been really great. Um, so today we <laughs> were in Edinburgh just spending a couple nights here because we, this is interesting. I'll tell you this. We can talk about it next week too, but so Jamie and I both lived in Edinburgh at the same time, but we didn't, we only met each other once during that time period, like randomly in a nightclub. And we were both like with our significant others at that time um and I just remember well I remember a few things but I do remember like him I think he saw me first I remember turning around and he was just there you know (laughs) in this nightclub um just years after we had left school because we met um for context because we met in at boarding school here in Scotland and then I went away to Canada to university and then came back here to Edinburgh to do my PhD and he had been gone to university in Glasgow and then came back here to Edinburgh to work so anyway that was the only time we met so it's actually been really nice to just like spend a couple days in Edinburgh cruising around and I yeah it's very weird like being in a place that you lived in for so many years and then didn't visit at all you know so like the last time I was in Scotland was nine years ago and I didn't I just went to visit a friend who doesn't live in Edinburgh I didn't even come to Edinburgh at all and then before that I think it was when I left like I think it's been probably 18 years so I've been since I've been here so it's kind of an odd experience because it's also such a different like visually and it's such a different place to Canada with all the old stone buildings and it's culturally different weather's different it's just very different Everywhere I go, I'm just like eyes wide, like, I know this place, I remember, but I don't really remember, it still feels strange. Um, Anyway, so to our running story, so there's a um, hill kind of in the middle of town, a big park, uh, and we climbed up this hill, there were tons of tourists up there, and we, we ran up this hill this morning, or this afternoon, I guess it was, by the time we got out there, and then, of course, Jamie being Jamie, decided to like, take the side trails down. He's very much up for an adventure always. So it's like, we're just like going through these and steeply coming down too. Like it's a pretty high hill. Um, And we're going through these narrow trails that there's trails there. So people have been there, you know, but it's, it's like off the beaten path. There's, there's tons of tourists up there, but no one's on this trail for good reason. 
And we're on these narrow trails surrounded by, like, every bush is prickly. Like, everything's a thorn bush. Everything has leaves that have, has, like, little, those little spikes on them. Every stem has thorns. Like, this is, like, going down this narrow trail. And then all of a sudden, like, this little tuft of grass on, like, the one side gave out under my foot. And I fell, like, off (laughs) off the side of the hill, just, like, into thorns. Like, just bushes of thorns. Imagine, like, I just went down. (laughs) And I was kind of, I I don't know how I really fell, but I kind of ended up on my stomach. And I realized that these, like, these brambly thorn bushes were, were kind of what was holding me on the side of the hill so and like it was a big hill like I think I would have fallen further if it hadn't been for these bushes these thorny bushes to catch me although I probably it wasn't it's not high enough that like that I was in any real danger for my life or anything but anyway so I'm being held up on this hillside (laughs) having fallen off the trail into these thorn bushes and I (laughs) I realize like there's nothing like there's literally nothing to grab onto to get out except like putting my weight against these thorns so needless to say I have come out of that experience with both of my elbows just like seriously scratched up my hands the backs of my legs like everything had has either like straight up like blood like I was bleeding I'll I'll put the picture I'll show you the picture so that you can see but anyway so that was my morning (laughs) and I said to Jamie after are you glad that you got together with this amazing athletic person (laughs) I felt like such an idiot um anyway so that was it it was fun nonetheless um And I managed to get down without further injury or any serious injury. But I did have to come home and scrub my wounds. So, and this is not the first time I've fallen on this trip. I fell on another trail. (laughs) I slid on a wet cement stair up on a big hill. But anyway, so that is my, that is what I have for the day to tell you. (laughs) Uh, Also, I am keen to hear about your race and everything, as I mentioned. So... Um, looking forward to that but also before I go I also want to tell you that the TikTok that was going viral on my personal TikTok account has had over 80,000 views now so it's the it's the one of Jamie and I are dancing to an aha song (laughs) so you know I thought you'd be impressed by the good news there Um, anyway I hope you're doing great I hope you got back safely and I very much look forward to catching up next week Oh, Sarah, I miss you too. Oh, geez. Yeah. I have to say your trip, um, or should I say fall? <laughs> Sounds pretty good. For pretty momentous. I'm glad that you haven't hurt yourself massively other than the ego. That sound actually sounds like the worst part is that, you know, you had a little humble brag that morning. And then you almost fell off, you know, a hill and were caught by brambles. Um, so yeah, maybe, maybe it's just a little bit of karma. You can't, you can't humble brag about being such a badass athlete without, you know, maybe, maybe something biting up and getting you in the, the bum. I am so interested by the fact that it's been years since you've been there and that that feeling of familiarity, um, but yet 
unfamiliarity at the same time. I totally know what you're talking about. I really don't like returning to places uh, sometimes for that reason. Just there's something a little off-putting about it. Um, but the fact that you two, you and Jamie are able to experience that city together. What is what a special little romantic trip. Even if you have had some, you know, issues along the way with staying on your two feet. And the fact that, you know, your your viral TikTok has hit 80,000 views says it some says something about the two of you. You know, you're a couple that can TikTok virally together. Is it a couple that can get a lot of views? Ha, you thought I was going to say something meaningful and wasn't. Um, but that I actually saw it. It was cute. It was cute. I'm not on TikTok. You know this. Thank you for posting it on Instagram because otherwise I would have missed it. But I'm I'm glad you two have fun together. Um, yeah. It gives me warm fuzzies. Ooh, unrelated. But you know what gives me warm fuzzies is Haley Chura, uh, another feisty podcast hostess, host of uh, Iron Women podcast. She won Iron Man Mount Tremblant. And the photos of her crossing the finish line, how emotional she is, it just, it's so beautiful. I think I may have told my How I Met Haley Chura story before, but I'm going to, I'm going to do it again. So rewind to 2016. Uh, ben and I were in Athens, Georgia for a couple months. And I, I don't even know how, I think she reached out to me. She found out that I was going to be in Athens and she was still living in Atlanta at the time. And I started to swim with her. She was injured, uh, but was doing a lot of swimming. Yeah, this, she is such an incredible swimmer. Uh, you know, we're talking about University of Georgia Bulldog Division One swimmer. I was super intimidated until I met her, just the friendliest, most bubbly, outgoing person you could ever meet. Just huge smile, super happy to swim with me. And we, for a couple months, we, I think it was maybe a couple times a week, she was driving from Atlanta just to swim with me. Uh, and through the process, I got to meet and know her coach, uh, Matthew Rose. And he is just unbelievable. I had him write my sessions for a few years after that. Uh, but one of those genuinely uh, nice people in the sport who is motivated by seeing people accomplish goals. There's no ego involved. Just a really kind, wonderful human being. And honestly, the two of them together, to the greatest people in the world, uh, I think they're still working together. But yeah, shout out to both of them. Matthew would be behind the scenes, not taking credit. But yeah, Haley, Matthew, well done. Oh, I got a little teary-eyed to see her reaction. Just, you know, so much has gone into it. Um, you know, when I had met her, 
Haley had been hit by a car and it was a pretty traumatic experience. And she kept on plugging away on the sport. And ah, I think this is what makes the sport special is just seeing people go through their own little journeys and celebrating these moments where things come together in a big way. Uh, so yeah. Oh, made me really happy. All right. Coming up, I am going to talk about my experience of the Collins Cup. So we're going to take a little break for some commercials. As a former pro triathlete who now does very amateur crossfitting for fun and is in perimenopause, meaning I can't count on my hormones to be consistent anymore, one of my main limitations is the speed at which I build muscle. It just doesn't come easily for me. I wanted to make sure I am actually getting the benefits of the little time I do have to work out. That's why Amino Co's Perform is the perfect product for me. It tastes good, and I just sip on it before and during my workouts. The Amino Co's Perform formula has clean ingredients and is great for your everyday routine to help give your body the fuel it needs to perform at its best and recover faster and stronger from workouts. What's even better is that Amino Co's Perform was created by former Harvard professor and world-renowned clinical researcher Dr. Wolf. As a competitive athlete, Dr. Wolf has completed 62 marathons in under 2.30 whoa, and is still fueling his body with Perform at age 75. So if you are looking for a nutritional advantage when it comes to boosting your peak athletic performance, I recommend you give Perform a try. It's scientifically three times more effective on a gram for gram basis than any other protein source. To try it yourself and get 30% off, Use the code RIDING, R-I-D-I-N-G, when you visit aminoco.com forward slash riding. That's A-M-I-N-O-C-O dot com forward slash riding. The fastest path to living healthier, longer starts inside. Inside Tracker takes a personalized approach to health and longevity from the most trusted and relevant source, your body. It was created by experts in aging, genetics, and biometric data from Harvard, Tufts, and MIT. That's quite a list. Inside Tracker provides personalized health analysis and clear recommendations, plus an action plan on how to live healthier, longer. When I do my Inside Tracker tests, I always use the mobile blood draw service. It's amazing because you can enjoy a premium lab experience in the comfort of your own home or your office. All you have to do is book a time that suits your schedule and they will come to you. The scheduling is easy and they send you text alerts so you'll get appointment updates and notifications when your inside tracker health analysis and custom action plan are ready to view. It's great for busy people who want to save time. So if you want to try Inside Tracker's mobile blood draw service and find out what's going on inside your body for your health, go to insidetracker.com forward slash feisty and get 20% off today. That's insidetracker.com 
forward slash F-E-I-S-T-Y. All right. So what was my race like as a college scout? I guess I should back up and talk about my experience overall. One of the things I really appreciated about this race was that I felt like a professional. You know, in the short course worlds, uh, the races were super professional. We didn't have to worry about, you know, accommodation and, and things like that. Our federations took care of it. I mean, we can criticize, you know, some of the model because really the, the local organizing committee doesn't pay for housing or food. And, you know, I think that's problematic because it passes on a lot of the expense to the federations, but we're not going to delve into that right now. Uh, basically, I booked my flights. Everything else outside of that, the PTO took care of. So I show up in Vienna. I am picked up in a car and I am brought to the hotel where I stayed for a week and I didn't pay for my accommodation or my food. Everything was on site. The pool was there. I could, you know, the race course was there. You can't talk about an easier experience. And then, you know, they tried so hard to make everything look really dialed in professional. You know, we, we had, uh, you know, matching uniforms and, uh, you know, track suits and, and polos and stuff. And it just so much media, which was really nice because, you know, I don't have a, a personal photographer who follows me around, but for a week I had, you know, these incredible photographers taking pictures of us and PTO gets it. They understand social media that, you know, part of our job is to do advertising for them. Uh, you know, it's, it's a mutually beneficial relationship. So they pass on content to us. We post it. Awesome stuff. Uh, and it was just so nice to feel, feel like, you know, I was a little special because since I've left short course racing, you know, it's, it's really the same experience that you would get, uh, you know, there's no difference between the amateur experience and the pro experience uh, with, you know, Ironman. And I'm not saying that we need special experience, but it's just, it, I think there is something to be said about uh, elevating that side of the sport you need to have buy-in from the race organizers and you know, to, in order to attract the best athletes, you need to treat them well. It's, it's such a distinction with, um, so I, I came home, for example, and I was just so excited about the athlete experience at this race, um, how low friction it was. and. Ben is very unimpressed because he's used to the world of, of uh, well, in particular, road races for running, where you know your your flights are taken care of, uh, they're paid for, hotels, food, everything, 
uh, you get you know start money on top of the the published price money, and this is you know we we had all of those things minus the the flights. Um, so for him, he takes it for granted that this is what it feels like to be a professional. Um, but it, it just had been a while since I'd gone through that. Uh, I think on the flip side, he's very unimpressed with how uh, amateurish our experiences. You know, you you show up at a race and, um, you know, it's very little prize money for Ironman. There's a lot of money out of pocket. Don't feel sorry for us. I, I realize that this is, you know, a privilege to be able to have races like this, but it just, it felt, I felt a little special. I'm not going to lie. That didn't feel, it didn't feel bad to feel a little special. Now the race day itself. Oh man. Okay. So I found out that, uh, for the style of racing, you get paired with, I was obviously, well, not obviously, but I'm on the U S team and I get matched with, uh, two other athletes. Now I find out that I'm matched with Danielle Riff and Flora Duffy. And, you know, probably between the two of them, they have more major titles than the rest of the field combined. Um, so no big deal. No big deal. I'm, I, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do the best that I possibly can. And that's, that's racing, right? All you can do is your best. Unfortunately, on race day, I did not have much. And it was just such a fight to finish. There was no fast racing that was going to happen for me. Um, and I, oh, I don't want to go into it. Oh, okay. I have never had it before where I was puking up everything I could eat on the bike. Um, super weird. So yeah, that didn't help things. I did not enjoy myself before the race. My, my coach texted me and told me to have fun. My response after the race was I tried, but I did not have fun. And that's kind of summed it up. I did try to have fun, but it's not fun not being able to eat for, you know, over a three and a half hour race. Uh, but I, I gave it everything I had on the day and it just, it wasn't much. Um, and unfortunately for the U S team, we had quite a few of us with days like that. Now, next week, we'll probably talk about the format, how it can be improved. Uh, you know, they, they rely on it being high drama, super interesting racing to be able to sell the TV rights. And it was not super interesting racing. Uh, I really think mostly because when you have three people, an endurance race with no money on the line, you know, we, we all raced hard. It's just, you're going to get a wide range of execution on the day. and you know, there were some phenomenal races. There were some very mediocre races and there were some very bad races. Unfortunately, 
when you only have three people going at once, the bat it gets exposed. Uh, it gets exposed very easily. If you, if all of us race together, if you had you know all of the women and all of the men go off at the same time, I think we would have had pretty exciting TV, pretty exciting races. Um, but it's just not super interesting when you have three people and for the most part you can kind of tell what's going to happen early on there the the description i heard is that of the different matches uh there was one and a half interesting ones so that's not great for tv i i i think right now we're we're all looking at how to make it better um but you know i i can only speak for myself that it was a great experience uh not a great race you know we all tried hard so that actually one of my concerns was that because there wasn't money on the line that people wouldn't might phone it in a bit. And I, I think for the most part, what I could tell was maybe a couple athletes did. Maybe some of us went in a bit more tired than we would have if, you know, we were racing for money. But in terms of effort on the day, everybody raced as hard as they could, I think, on the day for the most part. They're, yeah, okay, not everybody, but the vast majority of us did. So I do think the team format you do try to find a little bit more. I felt so embarrassed that I couldn't get my team more points. And I, tr I wanted so badly to have a great race for them. And I, I wasn't expecting that. So it would be interesting if, if we scored it like uh like cross country running where it's a normal race and you get points for your team based on how you finish uh yeah i think i think people people might find a little extra on the day because of that so i don't think money is necessarily a huge motivator uh on the day how people approach their training going in it might affect that okay so next week we're going to talk about media and some other potential issues uh that well not issues because issues implies that something's, you know, possibly beyond repair. And I'm all about, you know, this is this is the second year of this. We're trying to make a better product every every year, uh, is my understanding. And there's, you know, it's getting ironed out. Hopefully, hopefully, you know. In a few years' time, this this race is still around, and it's even better. But purely from my standpoint, I enjoyed it. I did not enjoy the jet lag, uh, but I had a good time. It was really fun hanging out with other athletes for a week too. Yeah. Oh, the one thing. Oh my word! I can't believe I almost forgot this. The one thing that I really was upset about was that my son, Hawk, 
He started walking while I was gone, took his first real steps, and nobody told me about it. I get home, like, Ben, what's going on? The baby's walking like six steps. He's like, yeah, it doesn't really count because he he can only do a few steps. Like, wait a second. Our son took his first steps. Nobody tells me about it. There's no video. You're very blasé about it. So I wasn't impressed by that. That was the biggest negative for me for that trip. Okay, moving on. I rock because. You know what? I didn't know what I was going to say, but you know why I rock? I rock because I am taking the fact that I missed my son's first steps in stride. Uh, you know, I'm sad I, I didn't find out until I got home that nobody told me. But you know what? It's okay. It's going to be a long life of him doing things that are are the first time and I'm not going to be privy to many of them. Uh, it's, it's okay. It's okay. I actually, I'm not, I'm not super upset about it. I think going in, I knew there was a possibility and I was worried that I was going to feel super guilty and upset. And I'm a little miffed that nobody told me, but I'm not upset that, uh, He's taking his first steps because I'm just so darn proud of him for, you know, being such a little walking man, little little walking guy. Oh, he's so cute. Anyway, that is this week's episode of If You're Riding, but we weren't really riding. We're kind of like a relay right now. But next week, we're going to be riding together again. Have a great week, and we hope to get some voicemails from you all. My time, my time. None of you people can tell me to stop. My town, my crown. We know what it takes to be reaching the top. We reaching the top. We reaching the top. We know what it takes to be reaching the top.